Welcome back to another episode of the Black Girl Manifesto Podcast. I'm Emerald. And I'm Reagan. Did you know we're besties who love to have serious and not so serious conversations at four in the morning? With one of us always on our soapboxes, we thought, why not start recording them? And then boom, BGM was born. On this show, we may cry, we may laugh, but most importantly, we will heal and be heard. So join us as we navigate our 20s, find our voices, and grow into powerful Black women. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Black Girl Manifesto Podcast. It's Reagan and Emerald. And we're back with another episode where we're, you know, giving you our all, you know. We're here. Girls <laughs> out here struggling. Um, I just came off my birthday trip. I'm exhausted. Yeah, 24. Yeah. <laughs> Tired. Kobe year. It was a great, it was a really great trip. It provided a lot of insight and clarity for me, but I am exhausted. I wouldn't be lying, getting back in the groove of work and everything. But I mean, this week's episode topic is really resonating with me because I think like I tapped into, I tapped into the topic a little bit more or I grew within it. So I'm like really excited to like talk about it. Um, but I guess I should let everyone know what the name of the, what the episode is and what's about, you know, I'm that B been that B and y'all can finish. Y'all can finish the word. Y'all can period. Y'all can understand (laughs) what I'm trying to say. Um, but no, so I'm that B been that B was literally, it came to me like five minutes before we got on this microphone. (laughs) Um, but that's kind of like my motto for this year, I think, of like realizing that I've struggled with confidence. If y'all didn't know, that's what this episode is about. I struggle with confidence my almost my entire life. And well, actually, no, we're going to say middle school into college. Um, but we're going to be talking about confidence on this episode. We're going to be talking about self-esteem, you know, all how all that impacts, you know, young black women, because that's obviously what our podcast is about us young black women and i just can't wait to talk to y'all about this so i'll get into the episode quote first and it's by you know your one and only confidence queen rihanna so i pulled this quote she said when you realize who you live for and who's important to please a lot of people will actually start living I'm never going to get caught up in that. I'm going to look back on my life and say that I enjoyed it and I lived it for me. How that? (laughs) Let's talk about that for a little bit. How that? How that sit with you, Em? Um, I definitely I feel in a lot of different ways because I feel like people feel like they can't start living their life until they get to this certain point where they're like. Once I drop 50 pounds, I'm going to live my life. Once I finish my degree, I'm going to live my life. Once I, I don't know, am financially financially free, I'm going to live my life. Mm-hmm. Um, people always just wait when it's kind of like you're just, you're stifling yourself and your growth overall. 
if you don't, you know, do things or something that's going to scare you, which ultimately be, ultimately builds your confidence. Confidence. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were so okay. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, so I picked this because I definitely feed in. I used to feed into this like mindset of not necessarily caring about what people had to say about me, but I guess at the end of the day, like I was more, more in a way i was always taught to be humble so like when i was younger it was always like being told like oh you're beautiful blah, blah blah so then it became more of like a humbling thing which then over time because i was humbling myself so much i began to lose like confidence in myself lose confidence in who i was and that kind of began the buildup of like lower self-esteem for me because i would often you know tell other people like I would try to uplift other people by putting myself down and I realized that like to be honest it's not my job to do that for people so this is why this quote resonates with me because it's like I wasn't living my life or I'm not living my life for me you gotta live it for yourself so once you start realizing what's important and what is important is making yourself happy Mm -hmm. you're gonna actually start living and if that hurts people's feelings then so be it so that's why that quote really resonated with me. Um, it's something that I've really have been trying to implement in my life. Um, but I want to get more into this topic. I want to discuss, you know, low self-esteem and dealing with confidence and where does it come from? Um, so I'm gonna give you all a little bit of background and then I'm gonna have M talk to me a little bit more about like if she's <laughs> dealt with any low self-esteem and how that's how this thing works in the grand scheme of life. So some -hmm. of the causes of low self-esteem may include um, having an unhappy childhood where parents or significant other people, such as teachers or um, family members, were extremely critical. Um, Maybe if you dealt with poor academic performance in school, so you might be lacking confidence there. You may have an ongoing stressful life, such as like relationship breakdowns, financial troubles, You can also have poor treatment from a partner, so being in a toxic, abusive relationship, ongoing medical conditions, um, which is something that not a lot of people talk about. It could be a chronic pain, a serious illness, a physical disability. Then there's also mental illness, such as anxiety disorder or depression. Um, And so some of that manifests in different ways, and we'll talk about that a little bit further down in the episode, but I just wanted to get your input on what have you seen in your life, maybe any of these that might have caused low self-esteem or confidence at some point in your life? Um, If I can equate where I basically had low self-esteem or low confidence, like blatantly off the top of my head, it would have been through sports because... Growing up, you know, West and Henrico County, where you're kind of like one of five black girls that play tennis and, you know, you have people to look up to. Everybody else compares you to like, you know, Venus or Serena Williams just because of the other they're the other the big black women in tennis, basically. And it's kind of like when. I didn't perform well or if I didn't do as well as I wanted to, that's where like my low self-esteem would come. What I would just say, 
well, damn, I suck. I, I think I remember one time I told my mom, I was like, I'm ready to quit. And I was, mm-hmm. I was so serious. Like, I was going to put the rackets away, um, tell my coach I didn't want to do this anymore, and just, just give it all up. Because that's, like, to points where I got, where I just was kind of like, well, damn, if I can't. Because, again, maneuvering as a black woman in this world, you're always taught you have to work twice as hard to be half as good. And that was my mindset when it came to that. So it was just kind of like, well, if I can't beat them, then how could I expect to beat anybody in anything? So mm-hmm. that's why I say I'd have that. That's like a point of low self-esteem I've had as far as like performance in something. Because mm-hmm. school and things like that, I, was, I wasn't I was like a, a straight A student, but I, I did well in school, basically. Mm-hmm. But I'd say as far as performance, that's um, that's where I'd say. That's where low self-esteem was for me. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I would say that for me, it was probably like friendships that might have caused low self-esteem. And now reflecting on it, I can see it a lot where I've been in friendships where it appeared like we were good friends, but looking at them now, I can see that the person, other people would sometimes abuse my friendship and mm-hmm. abuse the type of friend that I am. And it wouldn't be blatant things all the time. I think it was time, it was things, little things over time that would, people would try to basically test how far they could to push me in certain mm-hmm. ways. And when I say it like that, I mean it in terms of like, it's not like, oh my gosh, you're ugly, but it's like different things in which some friends would do that, you know, as a friend, you shouldn't do to your friends. You should be uplifting, but it'd be sometimes like an uplifting thing, but in a way that it's like condescending or a way that was like, you know, only enough to be like, okay, you're cute enough to be my friend, but not cute enough to be the cutest one here. Mm. If that makes sense. And so for me, it was, like, it was like kind of backhanded in a sense mm-hmm. in certain yeah. things when it came across. Yeah. And so for me now reflecting on those friendships and stuff like that, it would also just be like, um, I guess not passive. I can't I can't think of the word, but I guess gaslighting in a way, mm. like in certain situations. So I would always question how I treated people when people would, you know, because I care about how I treat people people would use that against me and that that made me like question my confidence in what I was doing made me like question my confidence in making decisions and I think that is more so where it would come in because when it comes to other stuff I always knew that if I just if I tried or cared a little bit more about certain things I Mm -hmm. like honestly like I complain that I'm overweight now, but it's like if I just went to the gym and ate properly, you know, I could. That's an easy, simple solution for me. Like, it's not like it's not a big deal for me to to do that. But where the issue comes is like when people make me question my own confidence in myself and right. the mental side of it. It's like physical stuff. Obviously, you can fix it. Like anyone can go get something fixed, and everyone is, you know pretty to someone or beautiful to someone beauty is subjective so uh, that wasn't something I always struggled with but I started to as I got older 
and started seeing how the world viewed me and other people. Um, and I would say comparison became a, a big thing. So like, that's one way that I would see it in that, in that form. Um, but as we just discussed, like it can cause some like negative feelings or relationship problems or, you know, fear of trying perfectionism, you know, fear of judge, low resilience, mm-hmm. all these things. What would you say is something that you've seen manifest in your life from potentially having low self-esteem or co- or low confidence? Um, my, I have this obsession, which a lot of people don't know because they're always like, you look so good. You work out all the time. I have an obsession with my weight. Um, where it's like I consciously and subconsciously think about it because I remember I think I was like 12 or 13 or no I was somewhere early high school middle school kind of phasing out between I'll say between 13 15 I was working with um a new tennis coach and he told me that I was carrying too much weight on me to play Mm. and First of all, I was also offended because he was a black man. Like, mm-hmm. second of all, you don't say things like that to a 13, 15, 14, 15 year old girl because that's how damn eating disorders start, basically. So, God forbid if I have, though, I never got to it at that point. Um, but, and then as you know, like summer 2020, the pandemic, I was working on a trainer and I dropped 10 pounds like this. And then I got my diagnosis of MS and I put it all back on. And I was just like, well, I just reset my whole self. And, you know, then I became with obsessed with trying to get back to where I was. Um, I wouldn't say I'm still, I'm there today. I've gotten a lot better where I'm trying to learn balance because I feel like you know it's really hard when you try to develop a certain form of confidence um, in yourself with something when other people make that shit just look so easy they're mm-hmm. like I get up every day five six days a week go to the gym I eat right I, I count my macros do this and I'll be like damn I just I just want some Chick-fil-A like is that so bad like I'm just like is, is that so bad and I'm just like I'll do this thing while I feel bad I'm like damn I shouldn't have done that and then like my that's why I'd say I become less um resilient or like my self-esteem just lowers in that area mm-hmm. because I become so hard on myself with that and that falls into perfectionism as well and that's a that's that's a whole a whole chapter in my my book of life on that one right there. So mm-hmm. that's what I say as far as um as far as that. Did I answer the question fully? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I had to double check. I was like, did I answer it fully? Okay. But yeah, that's what I say um where I kinda was in that area. What about yourself? Um I would say perfectionism was definitely something that in a way like manifested but i i have a weird um i have a weird relationship with perfectionism because i honestly like throughout school i i honestly don't care to be the best at everything like if mm-hmm. i gotta be on something I'm like okay like that's fine because i 
I have asked that assignment anyways. I think for me, it was like perfectionism in terms of how I treated people. And I didn't want to be seen as like a certain way. Mm -hmm. But then I realized like over time, like people are going to perceive you however they want to perceive you. You could tell someone they're beautiful every day and like it's they could hear a totally different thing if they have an issue with you. And that became where I was obsessed was like I had to people please people a lot and do things that weren't really for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I started like having lack of self-care, you know, not taking care of myself. Um, I've struggled with eating my entire life, um, not necessarily in a way like I would, you know, like I wasn't bulimic or anything like that. But I have like a, an incredibly like sensitive relationship with food mm-hmm. and one thing that would always like bother me was like people like when I was younger, um, I know like family would say, Oh, you have a tapeworm, you don't gain no weight, blah, 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 blah. And so like in my head I was like, Oh, I'm always gonna be skinny. Like I could eat whatever I want. I'm always gonna be skinny, like it's gonna be fine. And then once I started getting older and I kept eating the way that I used to when I was playing sports and I was really active and I started putting on the weight, people started saying, Oh, like oh, you're getting thick or oh, da, da, da. and to them, it might seem like, oh, it's fine. Like, you know, they might have thought it was a compliment. But for me, it was like, oh, my gosh, like, why are you calling me fat? And then like I because of my relationship with food, it's like it's not an easy, simple solution of, oh, I'm going to go on a diet and it'll fix itself. No, I can't do that. I can't be on a diet. I can't restrict myself from food because if I do that, then I'll. Um, begin binge eating so it became like a right like a weighing scale of like I was trying to be perfect for other people or I was trying to you know reduce the comments that other people were making but by doing that I started fixating on like trying to fix things that I really like don't have to control and then there's also the other end of it where like people don't want to like upset you or make you feel bad that you gain weight and it's like I did <laughs> right COVID happened I gained weight I'm Everybody older weight. I'm no, in a different we were all sitting in the house just eating like yeah. that's not something you have to point out we went we were in a whole damn pandemic we still are like that's but not I something you have to point out people um they get uncomfortable by that sometimes and so they don't want to say like you gained weight or like, mm. but in a positive way, like, I think like saying like, oh, like, I saw that you said you want to do something like, let's go to the gym. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't find that offensive. Like, I think that's a great way of encouraging someone to like, go do those things. But to sit there and say like, no, but how you look is fine. It's like, if that person is telling you like, they don't feel comfortable on their skin. Mm-hmm that's also not helping you know what I mean like right. you have there has to be that medium where you're like okay well just asking like hey what can I do for you like what can I how can I help you like you know right. what can I do to make sure that like you feel more confident in the way you are um I think people just struggle with like not knowing when to speak up and when to not like when to shut up like when to not say anything right no I agree um because like you're saying about People don't know how to say things. They don't understand that you can... People form complexes just by the comments you make. Because 
it'll sit with them. They'll think about it constantly. Um, this is kind of one. And she doesn't know. But again, it's like you shouldn't have said it. I had a family member where when I was coming out of the hospital, they were checking on me. And all I remember was it wasn't like a, I'm praying for this. Uh, the only thing I remember in that conversation was, well, you didn't gain a whole bunch of weight, did you? I want to be on the phone. And, I was, and if, if I did, like, I was, are we mm-hmm. skimming over the fact that I was in a hospital bed? Feel like I was out there fighting for my life? Like, it's just like, why would you say something like that? And mm-hmm. that, again, that's a, a thing for me because, like I said, I've had people make comments on my weight before where I'm always like, I don't, all that stuff for like, this is the proper way for your height. Fuck that because everybody's like, I'm so serious. Like, everybody's different. Everybody's built differently. And it's just kind of like, what do you, how, how are my thick thighs hurting you? How? Mm-hmm. How is it hurting you? How is somebody's midsection hurting you? How is the way I look affecting you? Because that's, that's a problem within yourself, sweetie, and not mm-hmm. me. So, you know. I think it's that's a like, big thing you said there. Like what you're saying, like people often like place their own insecurities on other people. And mm-hmm. I know for me, it's hard to not feed into that. It's it's. I think it's hard for anyone to not feed into, you know, what people are saying because, you know, someone could say a comment about someone else and it's not even directed towards me, but it's like, maybe I view my way myself the same way as that. And I'm like... So that's how you view me. That like, you know, right. Like when it comes to like clothing, I, I know this doesn't have a lot to do. Like it, some people may not see it as like a, like, oh my God, that's superficial. But like, think about how I think that clothing for me really impacted my confidence and how I viewed myself because of the standard in which bodies are supposed to be viewed these days, any day, any baby any girl. shape that I've been, <laughs> yeah, I've been, it's never been good enough. And even when they have plus size models on a um on a campaign and they try to say this is like a real a real body, it's still they have a Coca-Cola body shape or their stomach is flat. And for me, I carry a lot of like when I gain weight, I gained it all in my stomach. And so mm-hmm. it's like the jean the way that clothes clothes are on my body don't fit well. So what everything is like friggin' crop tops these days. And it's like, yeah. okay, but my stomach is, I don't want people to see my stomach or like, right. Everything is high rise jeans, but the, but when you put the high rise jeans on them, drinks coming above your belly button. It's like, I just wanted it to cover my, I just wanted it to come above my butt. I didn't want right. no falling down pants, but I think that's a lot of times when my confidence is, is like, I have to like really work hard or work past it to find things mm-hmm. for myself because I, for me, like going shopping is very anxiety inducing. I hate spending money on, I will spend money on food. No problem. Give me a check and that shit say a hundred dollars for some food. I'd be like, Oh, per like I'll do that. <laughs> right. I have to buy like a $30, $50 shirt. And I'm over here like sweating because I'm like, is it even going to fit me after two, three wears? Or is it going to fit my body in two weeks if I gain weight or lose weight? Or even going in... Here's This is off topic, but like, why do dressing rooms... Why are they always so hot? 
You should want to make the dressing room cold so that I'm not sweating putting these clothes on and feeling uncomfortable. Because in my mind, you would want people buy stuff when they feel comfortable in it. So if I'm sweating, miserable, upset, why would I want to buy anything from your store? I'm so glad you said that because you just made me think of um, Marshall's. I don't like their lights in their dressing room. It's high. They're high mm-hmm. beamed lights and they show every single imperfection. I'm like, I'm already here getting naked. So I already feel like I'm getting naked in public. Why? I don't, who would want to want to see that? Because I literally like, I used to sit there and critique every single thing. Oh, I need to wax that. That needs to go. Oh, that that's mm-hmm. a roll that I got to go to. I'm about to chop this this dimple off my butt. Like I don't know, like like stuff like that. And it's just like what who who told y'all that was okay? Normal lighting is fine. <laughs> like we don't <laughs> mm-hmm. need the the high beams. We're we're not on stage being Beyonce performing. Yeah. Like it's too much basically. But no, I completely agree without about dressing rooms and such being hot and just you're just uncomfortable and miserable. Because I'm not going to yeah. buy it. Because now I'm struggling yeah, to get I'm out not. of it. <laughs> and I just right. am like, I'm miserable. And it's like, I already struggled to try and find my size. Because now I'm in plus plus size. And like, plus size is ugly. Sorry, but plus size clothing is super ugly. And it's just like, why why would I want to wear anything if everything is just going to look eh? And so like, right. I don't know. I just think like, I get it that you want to like, how consumerism works and everything like that but it's also super frustrating trying to um to do that so for me it really is like well it's like confidence isn't there because I feel like I don't have the right clothes that express how I feel because obviously clothes is an expression of who you are and so then when it's like oh my friends want to go out do this do that and it's like well I don't have anything to wear and one thing one of my pet peeves is when people don't want to communicate effectively what everyone's vibe is i to me that also affects my confidence because it's like i need to know how we're dressing because you in heels and i'm in i'm in uh flats and she in wedges like every it's like it's like um why can't we just all collectively look like bad bitches yeah let me know And, and then the bad bitch when like you know what i mean but it's like i realized that for me like i had just Nope, you not like to pull you out or anything. Like I'm just saying in general with all my friends, like I've realized that I just like I allow everyone else to have their shine. Mm-hmm. And I never just like when I went to okay, so I went to New York this weekend, I've never received as many compliments as I have in my entire life. And for me, like I realized like words of affirmations, that wasn't really something that like I really thought I needed. Cause like mm-hmm. hearing hearing words of affirmations from your family, it's kinda like yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to say You're that. You're supposed to say that. Right. But my mama. <laughs> when, like, a random person tells you, like, I had been told I was, like, looking good so many times. And I was just like, I never get those. Mm-hmm. I never get those in public. And for me, it was like, wow, you see me. And I'm about to, like, cry because I, for me, like, I never received that going out. And mm-hmm. you kind of, like, you question if you're beautiful or not. Because if everyone else around you is like getting told they're beautiful, whatever. And it's like, no, I don't really care if a no ugly ass, dusty ass boy got to say, but it's like, 
start that starts to like feed into this idea that you're not pretty you're not worth love like this whole idea of like who you are as a person because then it's also like you're like okay if people are like it's not your looks you're gorgeous blah 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 then what the fuck is it is it my personality so my personality is like so then that's when you start feeding into that mental like side of it like oh like if it's not this if i if you can say like oh like it's looks then you can quote unquote fix it and this is why people get plastic surgery if it's just looks then you can fix it but like what happens if it's your interior like how you fix that shit right obviously therapy but like <laughs> like how do you right. how do you con and i just realized like for me like just not ever feeling like i had been seen was feeding into that and, and and eating away at my confidence and like i hate it when people are like you just need to be confident and it's like it's not that easy. It's not. And it's like, yeah. it's it's easier to say I'm confident, blah, 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 than to live it and be it. And like, so I mean, I had a whole epiphany. <laughs> Y'all gonna have a new Reagan. Y'all bitches not gonna like me. <laughs> I'm, walking oh, into my, I'm walking into my new era. era and honestly, like. I'm done. I'm done putting myself down from to make other people feel good about themselves. Like I'm going. I'm going to give myself confidence, compliments, and love. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I love that for you though, because I feel like that's something. Like that's a a big turning point for you. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, I've seen it, and you know, we've talked about it multiple times, where you're like, "Why well, just don't feel confident?" You know, or things like that. And I think we've also been in situations where you're just kind of like, you know, where it'll be things like, like, where you might, where you might be uncomfortable. You tell me, and I'm like, you want to leave? We can leave right now. Ain't no issue. You're trying to go, go. Cause let me tell you something. I ain't really want to be here anyways. <laughs> like stuff like that. Like, I'm just like, it's fine. Like, we, I, look at me. I'm all for bouncing. Like, I have no issue. Girl, I'll make up a lie on the spot. I will say, I don't know. My, my cat caught a cold. Like, I ain't even got no damn cat. I like, to say. <laughs> Just stuff like that. Like, I'll be like, yeah, we got to go. I'll be like, oh, damn. Or, you know, um, because I've definitely done it where, like, I'm like, if I feel like I don't have things to wear, you know, and my mom's like, you got stuff to wear. I'm like, no, I'm trying to step every single time. And, you know, I just like, because since the pandemic, like, I haven't had a chance, you know, upgrade wardrobe and things like that or whatever and be who I really want to be confident and whole in certain aspects mm-hmm. um like just people don't realize like things like that matter how you see feel like you should dress how you see um yourself like that's the biggest thing um and you helped me i was I'm bring this up and give you props <laughs> um as far as <laughs> uh we talk about confidence um with the relationship problems because romantic wise i have lacked confidence um, when you know there's a time period where um I let <laughs> this is the way you I'm said it. To, I'm trying to tell myself, oh, my chest hurt. Oh, <laughs> but I was letting something go on for too long that should not have been going on. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop for your mama say something <laughs> no I'm talking about 
I'm talking about before, before. Okay. Before, before. Girl, um, I can't say the time. I can't say the time period because then I don't I really think I know. Was we beefing uh, over this person? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and y'all, we were about beefing. We're not talking. Um, we were fighting over a man. We were talking. Reagan was gonna bop me upside the head. She, she was like, "Bitch, what are you doing?" You know, because I was in a period where I was like, um, I had low self esteem in that area. My confidence was lacking because I felt like. I had a hole like missing from me basically because I had you know just ended something that I thought was gonna be more than what I thought it was um and you know I was like oh attention oh oh I'm pretty oh thanks <laughs> um you know and it mm-hmm. really wasn't until like fully this year where I started to love truly love myself and I never knew what that looked or what that felt like but it's kind of like damn this feels good you know now where it's like somebody could be like that's why your ass gonna be lonely broke I'm gonna be like (laughs) (laughs) I'm Me? Welcome right. to the club. Not broke. <laughs> not broke. Never broke. <laughs> no, not broke. I don't I don't claim that. I don't mm-hmm. claim that. But, you know, but it's just kind of like it sucks like in certain periods where I feel like um it's like I people don't know it like where I really started to love myself and try to care for myself more and nothing like pushing people away was intentional, but it really was like when you start to really tap into yourself that that shit is powerful and it's just something sometimes like people aren't gonna get but you know you realize like some people have to experience that for themselves too mm-hmm. so I'm so I'm just laughing at how it's like issues time no before <laughs> I that was funny I think like I've seen a difference in you in terms of like when it comes to like your maintenance, whereas before I felt like your maintenance was more so to please other people um, Mm -hmm. in terms of like, oh, I have to have my hair done, my nails done, my eyebrows done. I had to have all these things done so that I looked a certain way. Whereas now I feel like you do it more so as like a self-care and mm-hmm. more just an appreciation for your body and where you're at versus like a, oh, I need to do these things to be viewed as, you know, this particular person. Um, right. No, I, I think I like, definitely agree. Yeah. And I think that's where we're like on the diff, we're like on the opposite spectrums of that. Like where for you, you know, now it's like, you know, it's for you. Whereas for me, it was like, I don't do those things because I am confident, but it really wasn't. Like I was always saying like, oh, I don't need to wear makeup because I'm confident in who I am. But it was like behind the scenes, like, nah, she's not really confident. And like now it's like, okay, put on makeup because not because you want people to notice you or tell you you're beautiful, but because if you don't feel confident in how you look when you wake up out the bed, Maybe put, Emma put me on to this Fenty um foundation and I look. I don't pay money for makeup, y'all. I don't, she mom. never going back. I, I don't pay no makeup for. I don't pay no <laughs> money for no makeup, y'all. Put this foundation on. It don't even look like I have makeup on, and I love it. I love it because for me, always wearing makeup was always too cakey and stuff. Like it was really hard finding foundation for myself and frustrating. Emerald said, 
come here. Like she was my mama in the place. <laughs> Putting the foundation on my neck, making I sure I was like, matched. I was like, Reagan, you never match your face, baby. It's always your neck. And she was like, okay. Like, I was like, I was like let me do what I did. I was like, mm, too light. Mm, nope, nope. No one has to find shade in between. You know, like, then that's the one. You know, just stuff like that. And I love that for you. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know, I appreciate things like that. Like, I do appreciate that a lot of, I'm going to say all my friends I have now not friends I've had before, but now that I have pushed me in different ways to have a better confidence level, but not in like a way that's just like, you need to get your confidence up. Like in a way that's like, you know, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but you're doing, you're doing a great job with this or you're doing a really good job with that. And it's like, I didn't realize how much I needed that. And so like my friends, you know, were very, very, um, I don't know the word I was trying to say, but when they would do that um, for me, I want to switch gears just a little bit. I'm ready. And I want to know, we kind of touched on it because you talked about relationships, but like, is there anywhere else where you've seen yourself struggling with your confidence, whether it's friendships, school, work, life, Um, the gym? (laughs) Um... Definitely, I'd she say. She's not on her phone, is she, y'all? No, I'm not on my phone. <laughs> what are you looking at? My iPad. <laughs> Doing what? I'm on the Notion board, mom. <laughs> <laughs> she like she probably texting. Let me shut up. <laughs> and I oop. No, I'm on the Notion board. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, anyways, like I, like I was saying, um. Definitely. Mm, recently, I'd say where I struggle with confidence is um, it's a weird way to say, it, but like expression, like openly expressing myself because I always think of the other person like I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to. I don't want to be. What? Why do you <laughs> neck like that? Because not with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, Linda. So mean. Why can't you Listen, do that with other people? <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to lie. Because in a, in a sense, in a good way, you are my breakthrough in good ways. <laughs> because I... Often I I'm very closed mouth to a lot of things, and I just like this is what everybody I just let things happen, and then I'm like, well, I'm just gonna wait until they realize I'm I'm unhappy or I'm I don't like this or I'm unsatisfied, and I never speak up for myself, and that's why I'm just kind of like you know, I'll just wait, and then they're just like, well you know, and then they say what they gotta say, and I'm I'm still harboring. Or sitting on something that I feel like I should have said or done like a long time ago, and I've done that constantly in all in all um, aspects with my parents, um, my sisters and I. We don't argue, so um, uh, friends, romantic wise, and I just kind of like I always fear what people's reactions are going to be like constantly. Because I'm like, I don't want to hurt them. But 
it's kind of like I'd be doing myself an injustice, I feel, if I didn't speak up for myself. Because one one thing about me, my thoughts are going to sit in the back of my head. Like, <laughs> I would go to bed, I'd be like, damn, why I say that during this conversation? Like, you know, I'd do stuff like that. I'd be like, why I ain't say that? Why I ain't say this? And he'd be like, you can't go back. It's done. Like, you know, things like that. And I'd just be like, well, damn. Well, you know, next time, next time, I'm really going to give them a piece of my mind. Like, that's how I'm, I'm always like that. And now I'm kind of moving forward. I'm just kind of like, you know, like, this is how I feel. Like, if you like it, cool. If you don't, I'm sorry. I had to do certain things and work in the ways and work in ways that was best for me because I can't just, it's like, it's basically as if I'm sitting, excuse me, I'm sitting on needles and <laughs> I mean, I can journal about that shit all day, but still I'm like, if I just, I just put it out there, it's different. So, but yeah, that's why I'd say I, I've, I'm low in confidence when it comes to my own self-expression and speaking for up for me and uh, aspects like that. That's no, what I, I agree. I agree. I think that was definitely something I was going to touch on too, um, of definitely like allowing other people to express how they feel with me and like say however they want to get things off their mind. Whereas like I'm the type of person where I'll write out my response in the notes app. I'll um, sit on it for a little bit. Then I'll come back, <laughs> edit it again, send it to somebody for proofreading, sit on it a little bit longer, change the whole message, I'm come so back weak. with another one. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I did that with us this past week. I, I For me, um, I did that. But this time, which I was very, like, I really wanted to make sure that I was not falling into this trap of where I didn't feel like I expressed myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But also still managing to respect, you know, because what I really wanted to say, you you know, was (laughs) it was a real Reagan. Me and Reagan used to be off the walls, like not not giving, not giving two fucks about (laughs) what we said. (laughs) Like, you know, we're like... (laughs) We are professional grown ass women. We are not teenagers. Like we realize that each of us, we have feelings. We're both water signs. We're sensitive as hell. Like, but you know. I, in that sense, though, I feel like a lot of times, and this is just me. I felt like I allowed you a lot of the times to express, like, fully express what you wanted to say, because I'm aware that, like, that is something you've always struggled with. So, like, I've always tried to be like, okay, like this is something she struggles with. But I feel like I a lot of times. And this is just an example with us, but it's, it happens with everybody else. Um, I don't always fully express everything that I'm feeling. And I feel like the only person that's ever seen, like, who's gotten uncut Reagan, these are my feelings, is my mom. And mm-hmm. I remember my mom when I was younger, she was like, you have a smart ass mouth. And you you really know how to, like get into people without even really getting there and she said but you never do it and she was like you need to start using your like this is my mom telling you like sometimes you got to give people what they give you back and that Mm -hmm. for me was like but girl you told me i had michelle obama like you know what i mean because of people out too i know she do (laughs) 
<laughs> no, she do. To her, when they go low, you go high. Like, that was how I was always told to treat things. So then I started over time forming this, like, okay, I can't stoop to the same level as people. But let mm-hmm. me tell you now, there's quite a few people to, not quite a few. It's like two, three, four, five, two, three, four, five <laughs> people that to this day, I'm fully prepared with everything that I want to give them and it will not be pretty. It will not be filtered. And at the end of it, they may want to tussle, but that is fine. (laughs) It's going to come out because I before gave people the benefit of the doubt and I allowed them to say whatever the heck they wanted to say about me, to me, around me, against me. And I never said anything. I never stooped to their level But Mm -hmm. in doing that, I never expressed how I felt. And so I was harping on things that, like, I can't remember which of my friends said it, but they were like, they're probably not even thinking about it. They moved on. You're still in your room thinking about what coulda, woulda, shoulda happened when the conversation been happened 10 minutes ago. They've moved on. And it's like, yeah, why am I still harping on this? So now my, like... I don't know what happened within like the first nine, 18 days of March, but the first 18 days of March, I was having major revelations. Okay. <laughs> and then Mar- March 19th came, I woke up, I looked at my mama in this damn, they said it was a queen bed, but that shit felt like a fool. Anywho, I looked at my mom. I don't know. 24 just for me, feels like a new year. I don't know why she's feeling like a brand new woman. I'm not going to do that anymore. Whatever my first, maybe my second, my second reaction to something is, I'm going to say it. And then wherever the chips may fall, may fall. You know my heart. If you don't know my heart, then that means you as a friend don't know me. And that means we don't need to be friends. So this is a PSA to all my friends. I will be speaking. I will be talking my shit. I will be giving you, I will be, if you make me upset, I will not be taking the 24 hours like I normally do and give y'all a nice dolled up version. I will be telling you guys how I truly feel because I've learned that you're going to be my friend or not. It's up to you, but I got to live my truth. And if it hurts your feelings, take, here's my advice. If it hurts your feelings, take what you can get from it and then keep it pushing. And if that means we don't have to be friends no more, then that's that's how it is. But I, I understand what you mean by when you say like self-expression. And I've seen it in work too, like not speaking up for myself or not feeling like the work that I do mm-hmm. is good enough because someone else at my job, I don't even want to get into all that, but- <laughs> I've seen how it can like how my self-esteem and my confidence in my work has grown. I will say that like in a positive way, it has grown in the last year. But for the longest time, it was definitely really low Mm -hmm. because I felt like I wasn't knowledgeable in a lot of stuff. But what I was doing was, you know, I was learning. I was teaching myself stuff, Um, which kind of leads us to our next, you know, topic which is, you know, how do we how do we get better with our self-esteem? Like what are some tips um that we can we can give the the girlies? Um, because self-esteem is strongly related to how you view and react to the things that happen in your life. Right. Let me repeat that back for them. Cause they oh, okay. <laughs> okay. self-esteem <laughs> is strongly related to how you view and react to the things that happen in your life. 
I think that echoes a lot of the things that we were talking about mm-hmm. today. Like everything we mentioned talked about how we viewed things and how we reacted to things and how certain conversations would occur and how we would interact in them because of the, how our self-esteem, you know, manifested. Right. Words. <laughs> um, you looked like you were going to say something. Oh, I thought we were starting it off. I thought we were starting listing. I'm going to start to list. What I, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I definitely say... I know people are always like, put on your makeup, do this, do that, tell yourself you're pretty. It's not that easy at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's fake because, you know, I did my makeup tonight and I was like, oh, I was like, I'm looking up, I'm looking a little cute. Now. I was like, good. You know, that's how I was feeling. But I definitely would say, like, if you're at a low point or if you're sad in the dumps, sit, you need to sit in your feelings a little bit. Because I am such a big person where I'm like, I, I'm a feeler. I feel like you need to feel something and you need to release, release it. And I feel like, okay, I released it. How do I come, how do I come back from this? How do I, what's my, what's my next move? How Mm -hmm. do I build myself back up to becoming a better me, a better man, a better woman, whatever. Because like we said earlier, shit happened. Don't dwell on it. And, you know, see how you can do better because that's, what's going to build your confidence basically. Um, I'd say it's kind of like, in a sense, um, riding a bike. You're riding a bike. You fall off. You're going to, well, I don't want to ride the bike no more. And then you're going to have this, this um, re- like this unwavering fear of doing things like riding a bike because you never got back on and tried. And, re- and you never were like, well, how do I build myself back up from this, basically? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say that's, I'd say if you're feeling a certain type of way, sit with it, be miserable, cry, scream, shout. I, I don't, it doesn't matter. However you feel is like you're, you're at least have whatever you do to cope, do it because you cannot get to your next spot without <laughs> coming back from, uh, the other place in which you were in. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Keep going, Emerald, please. <laughs> I'm so. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say just just sit with sometimes the feelings you have, and then, like I said, once you get back up, improve, 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 because that's all you can do from there, basically. It's kind of like you know. It happened. Get over it. We're going to do this again. That's how I feel in the gym. Or like if I mess up. Like I didn't work out for a few days. I got to the gym today. I was feeling good. Okay. Looking good. Feeling good. I was a little bloated. You know, but I didn't care. You know why? Because I was going to walk in there with confidence. Like I own that gym, baby. So, yeah. I don't know how this is about to sound. I apologize. This is what happens when you live at home. (laughs) I don't know why she um, decided to do that. We, okay. Anywho. 
Um, I wanted to give some of uh, my like tips, ideas, pointers, I guess. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm all the way distracted now because she done messed me all the way up. (laughs) But um, I was going to say for me, putting love back into myself and feeding myself with love has been like one of the harder things to do, but it's been rewarding and even though emerald said not to do the makeup thing da, 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 i would I say, say don't do it you know i'm just saying like if you don't do it do it you know what i'm saying <laughs> i would say i would say do like i'm not saying like put on a full face of makeup every day but maybe it's a simple small thing like implementing a skincare routine for yourself or mm-hmm. maybe it means you know do making making sure you do your hair i'm not saying that in terms of of like you have to look like the queen of england but mm, she's not even good. cute <laughs> 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 well, it's like, she don't look very good okay okay not megan markle okay um you ain't gotta look prim and proper but I found that like the days that I do take that extra time in the morning, like after cycling to like fix myself up from for work, mm-hmm. I'm able to like do stuff. I don't want to just crawl back in the bed or um, I feel more confident going into like meetings. I don't look crazy. I got my I got my camera on. I'm serving face and if anyone wants these eventually go to YouTube and you see what I look like right now, like I don't look like I got any makeup on. However, I have a little bit of makeup on and it it's helping me feel more confident about the fact that I got this big old zit in the middle of my chin forming. I um, can't even see it. Exactly. Where that? <laughs> Nothing. So <laughs> I just say like for me, those little things you don't realize like for me I never did those things before but I didn't realize how much of like a confident booster it is Mm -hmm. and I'd also say like just taking time to like educate yourself on things um also helps with confidence especially when it comes to like work or like um friendships or school like the more time you take to like craft your um to work on your craft um it helps build your confidence in the things that you're doing and don't be afraid for things to look bad the first time the second time the third time the fourth time it's really hard to like accept criticism about the work that you're doing um but like over time you start to see the growth and the changes in the things that you're doing and you're confident like I used to not be really confident in my graphic design at all and I've just recently started getting like feeling more confident in the things that I'm doing because I took the time like I took a break to research and figure out okay what are techniques what are other Mm -hmm. people doing like how can I get better at this and now I'm so confident. I'm like, oh, I can do this. Like, boom, 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 boom. Like, it's no problem. But before I used to be like, oh, I can't make graphics. I'm not a graphic designer. I mean, I'm still not. I don't, I'm not a graphic designer, but I can make a good graphic. Um, so like things like that. And definitely my last one is like comparison. Um, that is something that I struggle with a lot. Um, comparing myself to other people Um, it just feeds into like this negative self-talk that like I have with myself and like even comparison to like different versions of myself has been really hard. Um, 
comparison, like comparison with my body, um, with my teeth, because <laughs> that's not my like favorite thing in the world or even comparison with like my hair like looking at like different phases of like when my hair was this style or that style like you don't realize what comparing yourself to like what you used to look like does to yourself and I've I've actively tried to say okay well this is the here this is the now you gotta love the body that you have now because she's doing all these amazing things the body you have is taking you to cycling at 6 a.m. in the morning. The body before wasn't doing that. So I would just say, like, try not to compare yourself to your own self, to other people, because other people have their own issues. They got different things they doing to get to where they're at. And the grass ain't always greener on the other side. (laughs) That's a fact. I definitely did the comparison thing because I found um, in my senior year prom photo baby the body was snatched waist wear you know I, I had that, that tennis body going on I was like you know girl you ain't that no more you know you, you kind of thicker now you know I was like no it's okay because we, we like a thickness don't get me wrong um <laughs> you know but things like that but like Reagan said she talked about comparison and what my mama say all the time comparison is a thief of joy <laughs> That's drilled into my head every single day, y'all. I promise y'all. And I'll be like, well, they doing this. Don't go pay yourself to them. You not, they not you, you not them. I'll be like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I just want to be sad for a little bit about where I am in my life. I was going to sit on it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to move forward from this, basically. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I agree with all statements. <laughs> all right, you just brought up something that, like, to, to I guess, in a way, wrap this up as well. Mm. Um I want people to realize that like confident, like confidence, sorry, words, you don't necessarily have to come from a household where your parents were like talking negative to negatively to you or stuff like that to not struggle with confidence. Um, And that's something I had to realize, too, because I always would be like. How come people how how people with money um don't have confidence? Because you got money, you can fix a lot of stuff. But I forgot you can't fix what's on the inside. <laughs> um but like for both of us, like both of our moms are I, they both breathe in a lot of words of affirmations into both of us and have mm-hmm. taught us both like how beautiful we are and have always like no matter what state we were in, you know, have been women that have said like instilled within us like we're beautiful my mom always says like I'll say something like oh I'm not cute or something and she's like no because you're beautiful so like just because you you have those things like those people in your life that are breathing those types of comments into you you can still struggle with confidence and it's okay that you struggle with confidence like I don't want people to think like it's not okay and that's not okay to talk about having i think there's a stigma of like you can't if you're low if you have low self-esteem like you can't function like you can't be whatever and it's like you can be both things we're not a monolith so i just want to say that like you can be you know confident in one area and not confident in the other you can Mm -hmm. be a strong you know person and a assertive person but also not be confident in whatever the case may be. And don't, don't feel ashamed of the word. Like I used to, I used to be confident that I would, I had low confidence. 
like I would tell people like it's okay to to know that you have low confidence. It's not okay to sit in it. It's not okay to just like allow it to control yourself. But if you recognize you have low confidence, you can say I have low confidence, but I'm working on it. I'm getting to a different phase of my life. Don't mm-hmm. don't shy away from the fact that that can be just because you have low confidence. I mean, you're not killing it. Period. Because um, I'm sure Khloe Kardashian got low confidence. You know what? <laughs> but Loki, she killing it. She got um, she killing it in a way. Um, she killing it. <laughs> I guess. Um, um, this is my other takeaway. Um, don't walk into this world seeking validation from other people. Please do not. Um, especially as a woman, do not walk in. I'm saying, do not walk into any relationship, romantic, platonic, whatever, looking for a validation for somebody else to help build your confidence, your self esteem. And I'm talking where it's like, well, um, he wanted me to wear this dress because he said this this is what I look good in. And then, you know, he's like, uh, he hated it because I wasn't wearing his favorite dress. No. We're, we are not operating that way in 2022 and beyond because, yeah, that's not going to fly at all. We're confident women, and we will act as such. Period. I agree. Well, did you get everything off your chest, Emmy? I did. Did good, you? Good. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. I think we had a really great conversation. Um, I was really excited about doing this podcast, even though my energy's giving flat level, flat line, because we'll grad be school's killing me. Um, I can't guarantee that. My, I'm, I'm drained, but I'm gonna be here, okay? I'm gonna give it my all. Um, but yeah, so make sure to, you know, reach out to us. Let us know how you felt about this because this was a really personal one. I mean, they're all kind of personal, but this one, it kind of different. home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we got a little bit more vulnerable than we normally do. So mm-hmm. yeah, just let us know. We, we, we love to talk with you guys. Anywho, yes. we love y'all. We're not gonna do the sign off. It don't work no more. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm y'all gonna close know. us. Up. I'm gonna say it. You won't what? say she it. Just, she just said she's not gonna do it, and then she I gonna do it. I just meant like we're not gonna do it together. That's what I was saying. Go ahead. She really <laughs> wanna have a catch line. That's what it is. She want. She wanna be the star of the show, and it's a two person show, and you don't. That. You just realized you. Don't, I don't know if you paid attention. A new Reagan was born. I make the video the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I know that too. Do the, do the damn sign off. Shit. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Y'all already know. Black Girl Manifesto Podcast. We out. We out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Black Girl Manifesto Podcast. If you want to keep up with the Black Girl Manifesto podcast, make sure to follow us on Instagram at BG Manifesto. And join us on TikTok at BG Manifesto Podcast. And lastly, make sure to like our Facebook page, the Black Girl Manifesto Podcast as well. And don't forget, please leave us a review on your favorite platform or comment on our social media where we can keep the conversation going after each podcast.